0: Did paramenopause, or menopause, catch you off guard? Weird symptoms appearing from nowhere? Wondering who is this person who's inhabiting your body? And most of all, having no one to talk to about it? It happened to me, too. And with all the chaos that it was causing me, I knew I had to figure it out. I dug in, reading often outdated books and searching obscure references on the internet. I learned how our shifting reproductive hormones mess with every cell in our bodies. And as I realized how complete this hormonal disruption was, I became determined to help other women understand and control their own menopause journey. Because menopause matters. And here, we talk about all things menopause. I'm your host, Jean Andrus, and this is Menopause Matters, the podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Jean Andrus, the menopause guru, and this is Menopause Matters. Today, I have with me my good friend, Melissa Dealey. Uh, Melissa Dealey's mission is to heal the world. Chronic illness does not have to be a life sentence, and when Melissa realized the body is designed to self-heal. She set about getting trained so that she could help, truly help other people to heal and then train others to do the same. Melissa is an integrative mind-body health practitioner, a trainer of NLP and hypnotherapy, and a master practitioner in timeline therapy. She's dedicating to helping others by uh, heal by addressing and removing the toxins in all four bodies, the mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. Melissa's business is 100% virtual, and she works with the entire English-speaking world. Hello, Melissa. It is so good to see you today.
1: Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here, Jean. How's the weather up in Vancouver? Well, I'm a little bit further north than Vancouver. I'm in Whistler and we got some snow over the weekend and we're celebrating because it's been a slow start to the season and it was nice to get a lot of snow and winter is here now for good. That's
0: terrific. (laughs) Um, Whistler is one of my son's favorite places to ski. Uh, I have never been there and some one of these days I would love to come and ski with you.
1: (laughs) Yes, you definitely must. I've been here 33 years. I came for one season. And never left because I decided that this was paradise and I would stay. So I did. That's awesome.
0: So you are my trainer in hypnotherapy. And Mm -hmm. I thought today we would talk a little bit about hypnotherapy and how we can, as practitioners, use it to help our patients, our clients, our uh, friends, everybody. Uh, it's It's amazing what ourselves, because I started out working with you with a self-hypnosis class, and I realized very quickly how I could change my own behavior, not just conscious behavior, but I was actually working with um, that physical systems like my metabolism and upping my ramping up my metabolism with it. So, how did hypnotherapy come onto your? I know it came to me through you, but how did it come into your consciousness?
1: It snuck into my consciousness, in all honesty. <laughs> um, several years ago, I was found by a naturopathic doctor on LinkedIn who said that she loved the work that I was doing and would I be interested in having a coffee chat with her? And so I did, and that was a life changing coffee chat because that's where I was introduced to mind body tools. And in fact, the most powerful mind body healing tools on the planet, because she was teaching a program that was a four in one designation that would allow me to work with my clients, not just at the physical level, which I was already doing, but at the emotional level, at the mental level, at the spiritual level, using the power of the unconscious mind. And this intrigued me because, I mean, I knew I had an unconscious mind, but what I hadn't realized was the extent of it, that it's actually makes up 90% of our mind, and yet we spend most of our life in our conscious mind, being taught at school to be in our conscious mind, using willpower as our sole way of changing behavior, and that was all I knew yeah and yeah go ahead I was
0: going to say so many of us sort of think that we have to change out of this mind that we have that that we know that we're talking to all the time and uh when when you and I started this journey um you know when I started this journey with you it was i knew how much my unconscious mind had to do with it but i didn't have the tools to make the changes that i wanted to make and then i realized oh wait a minute it's not just this change you can make it's so many additional changes so much more than you think about and yeah i, I you know i knew i, I had actually worked with a hypnotist um hypnotherapist back when my son was ski racing and he was able to get my son out of his head while he was on the slopes because my son is a like me up all up in his head all up in his mind and we worked with this hypnotherapist to get him just reacting on the slope, just not not even reacting, but acting on the slope. And it was amazing. So I guess I was sort of primed to to say, yeah, when you said let's learn help self-hypnosis.
1: Yeah. And so what's interesting is when I was talking to this naturopathic doctor, she didn't even tell me the tools that she was going to be teaching me per se. It was more that I was really drawn in about learning the tools of the unconscious mind because I realized I hadn't learned them. And that if I learned them, I would be able to help myself in many more ways, but also help others. And so I jumped in and I was, you know, reading all her information and I realized I was going to be learning NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. And I knew a little bit about that. And I was going to be learning timeline therapy. And that sounded really interesting and hypnotherapy as well. But I didn't really even pay attention to the hypnotherapy piece because I knew what that was Um, and I'd experienced it. And I'd walked away from that experiencing, not that experience, not really knowing if I'd been hypnotized. (laughs) And many people have had that same experience. Mm -hmm. In fact, I've also had clients come to me and tell me that they can't be hypnotized. And they've been told that by a hypnotherapist. And I think I say to them, well, that's really interesting that a hypnotherapist would give you that limiting belief. Yeah. And they obviously haven't had the same level of training that I've had, because here's the reality. Every single person can be hypnotized.
0: Interesting, um, because Jesse worked. My husband has has worked with Melissa before, and um, so she knows Jesse. And Jesse had worked with someone in, um, a, a mind body, uh, therapy, working Mm -hmm. around some, some issues he has. And he, when I did this, he said, oh, I can't be hypnotized. And recently we needed to do some pain therapy for him because he's dealing with some broken ribs, which if you've ever dealt with them, they're pretty painful. Yeah. And, and I put him out in like a minute. <laughs> and yeah. So it's been really wonderful to to have this tool and be able to use it. And I use it for my clients for a number of menopausal symptoms. Mm-hmm. Which um I've I've used it for smoking. I've yep. used it for um, mindful eating. I, I would do a longer weight loss program, but this person came in for one session and said, can I, Can we do something about mindful eating? I've used it for hot flashes. I've yeah. used it for focus and concentration. I've used it for sleep. And I've used it for anger and anxiety and mood swings. The interesting part with that was I did did a program with four or five it wasn't just hypnotherapy. We did some Reiki healing and we did some CBT and we did a little bit of forgiveness work. But this was a woman who recently has been diagnosed with ADHD. And she said, and I couldn't get my meds for a week and a half for, for some reason. I, I don't remember exactly the reason she couldn't uh-huh. get to the pharmacy and get her meds. she said, Normally within two to three days, I'd be climbing the walls and screaming at my kids and my husband and I would be fighting like cats and dogs. She says, it just hasn't happened. And this was after a week and a half. So yeah, it's amazing how, and I didn't even really actually go after the ADHD, which I'm seeing more and more of my clients coming in and saying, oh, somebody recently diagnosed me with that, which. I have a issue with, but that's, as
1: okay. do I, <laughs>
0: <laughs> as, yeah, but it was interesting to see how hypnosis can deal with all of these different,
1: yes, different things. Yes, absolutely. And because, you know, when we're working in that 90% of our unconscious mind, which of course I knew that I had, I knew that my unconscious mind stored my memories. I knew that it was in charge of, you know, my health protocols within my body, et cetera, et cetera. I, you know, but that was really all I knew. Compared to, I knew my conscious mind was my logical thinking, problem-solving mind. and wasn't that more important. And certainly that's what I'd been taught at school, right?
0: <laughs> let's, so, let's go back to that problem-solving thing, which is not your logical mind at all. If you've ever woken up in the morning with the solution to a problem that's been vexing you for days or weeks or even months and... You go to sleep thinking about it and you just turn it over to your unconscious mind. How often have we woken up with a solution?
1: Absolutely. Or in the shower or when we're driving. (laughs) Always places (laughs) it's harder to write down the solution right away so you don't forget (laughs) it. However, it's because we've let it go in our conscious mind and we've allowed the unconscious mind to bring that solution forth. Yeah. But we're taught in school that we do this all in our conscious mind. And so anyway, I embarked on this training program and I loved every moment of it. And when I got to the hypnotherapy portion of the training, I just fell in love with it because I realized when we allow it to be, this is so easy. And every single one of us can be hypnotized because we all have an unconscious mind and we all spend 90% of our day in trance. Our brain already knows how to do this. And instead of just being in trance, now we get to work with our unconscious mind to give it the suggestions of the outcomes that we want. And we can do this with ease and flow. As you've said, you know, you've given a number of different ways that you're using this with your clients already. And that it's easy and the results are lasting, and your clients are surprised going, Wow, I'm not climbing the walls and arguing (laughs) with my husband.
0: (laughs) And they're fast. And
1: they're fast. They're fast and effective. And so it allows us to be in flow. And it's interesting. I have some stats here that I always love to share.
0: Oh, go for it. that,
1: That when we look at psychoanalysis or talk therapy, We, the result, this is from a 1958 U.S. Medical Association publication in American Health Magazine. So this goes back, you know, 60 years, 70, Mm -hmm. almost 70 years, 65 years, right? That it takes 600 sessions. And after 600 sessions, you get a 38% recovery. If we look at behavior therapy, it can take 22 sessions with a 72% recovery. So that's quite an improvement. And with hypnotherapy, you get a 93% recovery after six sessions.
0: It's amazing.
1: And for some people, it's even less than six sessions that they're seeing positive results.
0: It's truly amazing.
1: It is. And, and it's fascinating because it's been around since the beginning of time. Yes. Because again, we all have an unconscious mind and we all know how to go into trance. So it's been around since the beginning of time literally however what we humans tend to do is when we don't understand something instead of getting curious to learn more about it we tend to try to kibosh it and push it down and say that it's no good and so over centuries there have been times when hypnotherapy has been used and been very popular and then it gets squashed because people get afraid of it because it's so effective and then it'll rise up again and then it will get squashed
0: so let's just let's just go go to one of those myths and um fears that people have about hypnotherapy because you and I have both had had this come up. Are you gonna make me cluck like a chicken quack like a duck <laughs> i i have I have had people you know ask me that mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. talk about it ahead of time. Why is it? Well, it's funny. That's why the hypnotherapy show or the hypnotist shows do it. But yes. Why is it that you can go to one of these shows and somebody can call, can pull someone up on stage and they're hypnotized like that. And then they quack like a duck or, you know, take off their shirt and put it on backwards or whatever it is. Um, why is that, Why is that happening? And why is that not What happens in hypnotherapy?
1: So as you said, for the show, it's meant to be funny. You're not going to sell tickets unless it's funny. And so what happens is the hypnotherapist, first of all, asks for volunteers. So all the people that are extroverts put up their hand because introverts are putting up their hands, right? And then they get invited up on the stage. And the hypnotist just puts them through a series of different actions to test their willingness to play along because with hypnotherapy the reality is is your unconscious mind is always in control no one is taking over your mind and your unconscious mind is in charge with keeping you safe so it will only allow you to do what is safe to your unconscious mind and so the hypnotherapist or the hypnotist is putting all of these people through a test to gauge Whose unconscious minds are more willing to play along and feel safe being silly on stage. And anytime they ask the group to do something and someone snaps out of trance and stops doing it, they have stage hands that quietly take them off the stage and return them to their seats. And eventually you're left with a smaller group of people that are willing to play all out. Now these people would do these same silly things that they're being asked to do on stage. If they were out at a bar and had had a couple of glasses of wine or beer and were with their friends, they would do this. That is why their unconscious mind feels safe doing it here on stage. And so, yes, they're getting the most extrovert people who are willing to, their unconscious mind feels safe doing silly things. And it's a fun night for everyone in the audience, except people will walk away going, oh my goodness, I never want to be pulled up on a stage. I don't want to you know, saying, or as you said, take my shirt off and turn it inside out and put it on backwards, or, you know, all of these other funny things that they have you do, because that doesn't feel safe for their unconscious mind. And that's okay. They don't have to put up their hand and get up on stage, but they can enjoy the show of what is being put on by people who are up there, whose unconscious mind feels very safe playing along. And I've actually. Um, in my training to become a hypnotherapy trainer, I had to put on a hypnotist show and make it funny and interactive and engaging for my audience. And I did have, I took my, um, audience hiking on the seven continents. And so we were. You know, we were going to Antarctica where we had to put on our warmer clothes so that we didn't get cold. And we were going into Africa where we had to be taking them off again. And we were hiking in all of these different places. And it was a really fun little show. But one of the ladies popped out when we were on maybe our fourth continent. And she popped out and said to me, I need to stop. This is too much hiking and my knee hurts. I have a bad knee. I didn't know that she had a bad knee.
0: That is amazing.
1: And were we really hiking in seven continents? No, we were in a hotel room, a hotel meeting room. (laughs) I was not paying for plane tickets to take these people to seven continents. And yet in trance, their unconscious minds were hiking. And so her knee injury came back and began to hurt and that wasn't safe for her unconscious mind, so it snapped her out.
0: That's amazing.
1: And she needed to leave the stage. So she did. And she sat down in her chair, and I could see her massaging her knee. But she also was seeing how much fun everyone was having up on the stage that when we got towards the end of the show, she chose to come back and join in. And That's... that is the power of our unconscious mind. Yeah. It will always keep you safe. No one else can ever control your unconscious mind you are always in control and if your unconscious mind doesn't like it it will snap you out of trance
0: so all of these things were like uh what was the movie office space was it where he gets hypnotized and doesn't and they don't take him out of the trance and he spends a week and a half or two weeks in trance
1: and does all these weird things. Um, well, Hollywood, again, loves to make <laughs> movies that are highly entertaining, right? And yes. I watched one earlier this year that I think was called, what was it called? Hypnotized? I can't even remember what. Again, mind control, right? They love to portray it as mind control. And it truly isn't. And in reality as well, when you're working with a trained hypnotherapist, they always bring you back out of trance. Always, always, always. Now, you might put yourself back in trance again later. Like I said, we spend 90 to 95% of our day in trance. Everybody has driven from point A to point B, got to point B and gone, Hmm, I don't remember the last 10 minutes of that drive. And yet you got there safely because your unconscious mind knows the drive. It's a drive that you do frequently. It's, it's in charge, making sure you're safe and you're in trance. Or I did this just the other day and I, I realized the moment I did it, I'm like, yep, I was in trance where I had picked up my car keys while in trance and I was leaving the house and then I realized, oh, I forgot something. So I went to get that thing and then afterwards I went to look where I keep my car keys and they weren't there. And I went, where are my car keys? And I said to my husband, did you move the car keys? And they were in my other hand. <laughs> I realized it right as I asked him did you move the car keys? And I, I snapped back in and real, back out of trance and realized, oh, I'd pick them up. So when, of, you, the
0: when you say we spend 90% of the time in trance, it's not exactly like a hypnotic trance in the sense that you're not, no. you're, you're, you're able to move around by uh, will, if you if you will, um, that your, your brain is directing where you're going, as opposed to just sitting back and sort of feeling, uh, I know when I go down, I go down deeply and quickly
1: because I'm
0: practiced at it. Yes.
1: So there's different levels of trance. Yeah. That very initial level doesn't even require an induction. It's really think of it as if it's your brain just relaxed. Yeah. It's just taking a break, it's chilling. And so every action you're taking, every movement you're making, isn't being retained in the conscious mind because you've just given the conscious mind a break when we induce people into trance for the purposes of hypnotherapy. Now we're bringing them down deeper. The average person, 20%, sorry not the average person, but 20% of the population will go into a light trance. And in a light trance, we can still get results for various activities that we want to be doing with someone, various Mm -hmm. change that we want to create. 60% of people will go into a medium trance. And then another 20% will go right into a deep trance every time. And yes, the more practiced you are at it, the more, the deeper you will go. We will deliberately, if someone's only in a light trance and we need them in a medium trance for the work that we do, we can just bring them down Mm -hmm. into that medium trance. It takes a little bit longer for them to get there, but we can get them there. Surgeries can be done in deep trance without the body feeling the pain, without any kind of anesthesia. That's how deep we can go. And it's been done in prior times in the um india indian war against england when they were fighting for their independence in back in the 1940s and 50s yeah that was being done because they didn't have anesthesia and soldiers were being injured and we were bringing them out yes trans after the surgery and it actually improved the um more mortality rate.
0: Yeah. And the reason it's that heavy. happens that the reason that happens is that there are side effects to any drug that we Melissa and I've talked a long times about drugs and natural treatments and things like that. And most anesthesia has consequences in your body. It's it's gonna yes. something's gonna happen. And so this trance is actually a natural process, just like any of the other natural processes we talk about. And so it's allowing your body to heal quicker and not have Mm -hmm. to deal with that detoxing of the anesthesia. Yes,
1: absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. The most powerful time I used hypnotherapy for myself was when I sprained my ankle hiking with my daughter in Mm -hmm. August of 2022. And we were about half an hour from the car when it happened. We had big packs on our back. We'd hiked up to the top of a mountain, stayed in a cabin for two nights, had a wonderful time backcountry camping. And on our way out, we were coming through a very bushy area. And we also knew that it was grizzly bear area. So we were being really loud. uh, Sorry, not um, black bear area. And yes, some grizzlies in the area. But we were being really loud to make sure bears were staying away. And we were also moving fairly quickly because we just didn't have any kind of line of sight. So we wanted to get through that section quickly. And unfortunately, I stepped because I couldn't see where I was putting my feet even. It was so bushy. Mm -hmm. I stepped on a big rock and that rock had me fall, I lost my balance, the big pack, and I twisted and turned down and I sprained my ankle. And That's how I broke like, my Very Yeah. Sore. When <laughs> I went down, I was like, is it broken or is it sprained badly? But I knew that it was definitely injured. And my daughter was ahead of me. And so I kind of screamed as I went down to alert her. And she came back and tried to lift me up immediately. And I'm like, no, no, I need to just not move for a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I got up very hesitantly and realized that weight bearing was going to be difficult, but I had my hiking poles, so that was good. And I also had an ankle sleeve in my pack. So I put the ankle sleeve on, I had my hiking poles and we still had a half hour to get to the car. And then from the car, we had another hour drive to get to the closest gas station for ice. And so I had a long way to go Mm -hmm. and I just started with my own Trance and induction that I could do while still walking and giving the suggestions to my unconscious mind that my ankle is healing rapidly and it's totally fine. Wow. Whereas many people in that moment, the thought process would be going through, ow, 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 I'm in pain, I'm in pain, cancel, cancel, cancel. <laughs> <laughs> because I know what I know, I chose to instead give those suggestions to my mind. Yeah. And I did buy ice because I believe in doing all that you can do. Then to help me, the highway, there was an accident on the highway, a logging truck had lost its load. Nobody was injured, but there were logs all over the road. So the highway was closed for about four hours. So that had me stuck from getting all the way home. Mm -hmm. So I sat with my leg elevated and relaxed and got home much later than expected and unpacked, did everything that I needed to do to get ready for my following day. And the next morning I got up and I was completely weight bearing. I went paddle boarding and I wore the sleeve for two or three more days just to remind myself to be cautious on my ankle. Mm -hmm. However, my ankle was healed.
0: That's amazing.
1: Because I had given those suggestions to my unconscious mind And then given it the space to be able to do what it needed to be done.
0: That is truly amazing.
1: It really was. Yeah, it really was. And it just shows me the power of hypnotherapy. When we put it to work, it is the best healer that we have on the planet.
0: That's incredible. That's just an amazing story of, of healing. Um, I think so I we didn't can... try it. I, I didn't try it that much. I should have with Jesse's ribs. I should have started a, a little more and, and gone a little, a uh, little deeper with that.
1: Yeah. And now, you know, right. It's one of those things that it's, it's all upside and no downside.
0: Yes. Because and... the worst that could have happened. The worst that could have happened is that you would have delayed your healing by by walking on it even though you were using the trance to, to say to to keep the pain away and to to convince your mind that you could make that trip the worst that would have happened would have been a delay in your healing
1: which exactly and i was thinking I just needed to get to the car. And then my mind started going, I can't not be able to walk for the next two weeks. I'm traveling at the end of the week. And Uh my mind started going there and I went, Nope, Nope. Nope. (laughs) I'm going to use trance and hypnotherapy to start this healing process right now. And we can do, you know, someone who has surgery, we can help them heal from surgery 10 times faster. And give those suggestions to the unconscious mind. So it's a powerful tool that can be used as a standalone or in combination with, you know, modern acute medical care.
0: As well as other alternative medicines like Reiki healing and.
1: Absolutely. A a number of other ways. There are doctors and dentists that are trained and still use it to this day to either give less anesthetic or not give it at all.
0: That's incredible. So what we're saying around menopause is that there are a number of symptoms and and I've talked a lot about the symptoms of menopause being real symptoms. These aren't, you know, your body isn't say, just saying, oh, this is all in your head, but they are real symptoms. They are changes they are. in your bodies, in your hormones. But what we're saying is we can use hypnotherapy to help our bodies bring ourselves back into balance yes and deal with some of the emotional things again i've talked about the emotions being real emotions and often with real causes uh, irritation and irritability does the, the fact that you're menopausal doesn't mean that your husband isn't being an idiot <laughs> for example, or your boss, or your children, or your dog, we know that they can, the factors that you're getting angry at can be real. Yes, we can change the way we're dealing with it and allow ourselves the freedom to act in the way that we choose, simply by using mind power. And then yes, and again, emotional, mental, spiritual, physical, all of these things are real. And they're all changes that we need to deal with. But hypnotherapy can be an, a major tool. And that's why I've created programs around hypnotherapy, yeah. you know, centerpiecing on hypnotherapy, but they're very quick, designed for one or one symptom, really. To deal with with one symptom in in a num going from a number of different ways, and I know Melissa that you still use nutrition and functional medicine, and uh, in addition to the timeline therapy and the hypnotherapy and the NLP are all tools that you use, so that you're deal. I know you deal with a broader population than I do, but the the point is that we have these tools that are not Western medicine with all their side effects. And Correct. The things that we do with this have—I don't won't say have no side effects because I don't know about you, but what the nutrition work I do often has a side effect of weight loss and feeling better and more energy.
1: I was just going to say side effects can be positive too. So yes, that's why I had said earlier, there's no downside. There's always the upside, but there's still a side.
0: (laughs) Yeah. There are other things that happen and, and you're feeling better and you have more energy and you look better and your skin looks better and your weight is, is better. And you're more capable of doing the things you want to do on a daily basis and it all starts with unleashing this unconscious yes. mind mm-hmm. and bringing it out and saying do your best be your best and i'm i'm just thrilled to have found this work with you and to be sharing it with my clients and i know that you do the same with your clients and it's it's an amazing thing to look at to to be
1: a part of <laughs> It truly is and I'm so honored that you found it, that you believed in me and took the course and are now using it with your clients because that's what I envisioned was if I train others in this to then work one-to-one with their clients, together we can all have more impact instead of me just teaching, just using this one-to-one with my clients. That's what motivated me to go all the way to becoming a hypnotherapy trainer because I know the power of this and I, it's on the uplift. People are starting to accept it more. Again, we're in that cycle. And while we're in that cycle, I want to continue boosting it and promoting it because it can help so many.
0: So Melissa, how can I actually, uh, yourguidedhealthjourney.com, all one word. You can reach out to Melissa, find out more about hypnotherapy hypnotherapy training, NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming, and timeline therapy. And if you are looking for hypnotherapy specifically around menopausal symptoms, I would be honored to talk with you about how it works in my world as well. Jean at menopause.guru, J-E-A-N-N-E for those of you who don't come from Canadian country. And, uh, Melissa, it's been so fun, so much fun to talk about this with you today. Thanks so much for coming. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please submit a rating and review and share it with a friend. Menopause has many annoying symptoms, but not many are worse than the lack of sleep. If you are one of the 90% of women who suffer from menopausal insomnia and or fatigue, I'd love to offer you my free download, Five Tips to Get Better Sleep Tonight. You can get it at menopausematterspodcast.com sleep. And let me know which of these tips works best for you.